Billy Green here. And Jesse Cheese here. And this is the recording of the pilot episode. So, Jesse, we've known each other how long now? Like six years. Yeah. Yeah, about six years. Yeah, and if memory serves correct, we first worked on a Matthew Fisher project. Yeah, Maddie Fisher. Yeah, uh, Victoria, I think. Yep, and that was for Grindsploitation Video Nasty by Trauma. You're right, yeah, I actually have the uh, Blu-ray downstairs. I believe I have a copy as well. Very cool, yeah. That was actually my first uh, acting role ever. Hmm. Yeah, no, I remember, I remember there was a lot of powdering of people on that set. Oh boy, was there. I think the better term was, it was more like paper mache. Yeah, I mean, it, it, the funny thing is, I basically said to Maddie, I said, you know, basically we're trying to cover everyone up as much as we can to the best of our capabilities here. And we did have, I don't think it was an actual paper mache. I think it was a component of paper mache. But either way, it, you know, we everyone had to be unified, but they were powdered. But it was just coming off. And, you know, we just kept powdering. But, yeah, making that whole satanic thing was actually really funny. Yeah. I mean, that was that was a fun shoot. I had, um, I didn't have to be covered in your paper mache mess, thankfully. I got to stand on the sidelines and watch while, I think her name was Annabelle Ketchum? Was that her name? Ketchum, I think. Yeah, she just, she has a baby. She's so sweet. But, um, yeah, she was the one who did, like, the, the symbols all over my body, and I was just covered in blood. It was, it was pretty nice. Pretty nice to stand by and, and watch everyone else get distressed. <laughs> yeah. I mean, how long did it take us to film it that night? Um, I think we were there for a solid, like, six hours, maybe more. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah, you're right. I mean, that, you know, I felt like, I mean, it was not a 12-hour day. But, yeah, that, that was at least, I felt like a six to eight, almost. I know I got there, like, kind of, I got there later than most of you. It was like five o'clock. It doesn't really matter though. But no, it was a it was a decent shoot. I've never had one before that, so I had nothing to compare it to. You know, I was just excited to be there and to land the main role. Thank you, Maddie. And you were in the nude too. I was. I was uh, very uncomfortable, <laughs> but I, I felt like I just had to do it. So that's why I just kind of stuck to my guns and I let the the skull that I was holding cover all the goods. So. There was really nothing to nothing to show. Yeah, well, I mean, I mean, getting covered in blood, you know, just from a background, special makeup, can be grueling. And um, when that stuff went on, um, how long did it take before you were like feeling, you know, itchy? You know, was it almost instantaneous or? What was it? Well, having the blood on? Having the blood on. Or was it, what, did it feel like it was workable for like the first few takes and then it was starting to irritate you? Or Honestly, it didn't irritate me. It didn't. No, because I was so used to like prior, I would always like find any excuse to get covered in blood. So it's like, I literally just like wanted to be messy in a way and it just like felt right. So I just was owning it, you know? And that's great that you're actually willing to 
you know, get messy, you know, for your art, you know, and that definitely can express you, you yeah. know, in different ways as an artist. Now, um, let's uh, also talk a little bit about for the bud component of the show. Uh, the first time that we actually smoked, not together, but no, like um, for whenever, yeah, like our introduction to. You know, the Mary Jane train. Oh, boy. Well, I kind of have a twofer because me and my friends, we were like, I want to say uh, maybe like 10, 9, 10 years old. And we uh, we found some bud out of one of my friends' like siblings' room. And we stole it, ran over to the field, went into the woods... And we had, like, this little hideout, and we just start, like, trying to smoke it, but we're, like, throwing grass in there, too, because we didn't understand what marijuana really was. Yeah. And, you know, it didn't get us high. It just gave us a headache, and we were just, like, really confused. So that was our first, like, attempt. But then the actual time I smoked and got high, I was dating this guy, and he would always smoke weed, and, like, I never smoked before. So I smoked with my best friend, and we, like, stole his weed. <laughs> and, like, she taught me how to, like, make it look exactly the same. She fucking, <laughs> she, like, we go to her house, and we start smoking, and I get blasted. I've never been that, obviously, you've never been that high before. But, um, no, she's, like, taking care of me. And she's, like, okay, so just so you know, like, you're going to have to spray down your body with this perfume. Make sure you spray your hair because they're going to smell it. <laughs> and she's, like, just teaching me the ways of, like, hiding, smoking weed so that was a really great lesson and just remember how much oregano to put in the bag very it. true and make sure not to smoke the oregano <laughs> yeah. yeah but either way that was some primo oregano it was it got me fucking lit guy yeah and when you finish up you take it out you put the oregano or you make a you know a, a pizza afterwards <laughs> and that's when you make the pizza hopefully you have some bud next time then. hopefully hopefully what was your first time my first time, I was in high school, and I remember I came home on the weekend with uh, uh, from, with a friend that I went to school with, and another friend of mine who actually lived in Marshfield at the time on the South Shore when I was when my family was there. Um, I uh, I'm not going to actually say his name. I'll give him a little bit of anonymity. But um, his first name began with a D. But D basically uh, said, hey, you know, my brother, you know, is back in town. He gave me some stuff, you know. I'm like, yeah, come on over, you know, let's have some fun. And, um, you know, I'd never smoked before. And I remember it got a little later in the night. And another friend of mine from high school um, was in the area and he came over. And... We're like, well, I don't know, where, where should we hang out? Because we were in the house. And I remembered my brother, actually, who was a, you know, who smoked at the time in the basement. He, uh, <laughs> it was a crawl space, but he made it into, like, a little, you know, like, smoke den. <laughs> and it was pretty cool. A little hidey hole. Yeah, it was a little hidey <laughs> hole. And there was no denying, because, you know, you could obviously smell it, you know, coming out, which was actually pretty funny. 
And I've seen my brother come out on a few occasions, and there's like a big waft cloud. It reminds me of like Spicoli getting out of his car in Fast Times. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's like the bulkhead. Yeah, the bulkhead opens up, and you <laughs> see my brother come out. He wasn't around, but, you know, it was me, D, and L. <laughs> and we went down the basement, and I remember we put Floyd on. Mm-hmm. And. So fitting. It was so fitting for our first time. And then for somehow the music had this like light that almost like had a glow to it. And it was like, it was like the light was in rhythmic beat and I was just staring at the light. And, (laughs) you know, I was so into it. And then I I just was like, you know, I had to go outside. I just had to go outside. I need some air. Mm -hmm. And I go outside to get some air and I'm looking up at the stars and I just close my eyes and I close my eyes before it only feels like a second. And then I open them up. And then I notice a hand comes down on my shoulder and scares the shit out of me. And I turn around and it was the two of them. I'm like, dude, where the hell have you been? <laughs> and it's like, dude, I've been standing here the whole time. And they're like, you've been gone for like two hours. I'm like, what are you talking about? I just closed my eyes like not even two seconds ago. <laughs> And it's like, yeah. You just went comatose. You went comatose. <laughs> and then I found out after the fact that um, it was also laced with shrooms. And I did, had no clue. And I don't even know what the effect was on you know, on that. But it's not a smart thing to do from what I hear. Because I hear like the spores can grow on your lungs. But, you know, yeah. we, we were young and stupid. And, you know, I probably just didn't know better at the time. Um. We've done that before. I was going to a club. I was Club Hell, I believe, in Providence when it was open. And I was with my best friend, Jill, and, like, our other friend, Ryan. And we're just going to this club. And usually we smoked on our way there, right? Like everyone else. And um, we're just, like, really pumped. And he's like, hey, guys, I have a surprise. And we're just like, what's the surprise? He's like, I have two joints. And we're like, yay, joints. And he's like, yup. And so, like, he's picking one. And then he's like, hey, guys, I have another surprise. And we're like, what's that? One of them has mushrooms in it. And we're like, fun. Let's not smoke that one right now. Because yeah. <laughs> I'm driving. Yeah. So he's like, bet. Okay. So we start smoking it. And then, like, about... 15, maybe 10 minutes. Yeah, 10 minutes later. What does he say? Hey, guys, I have another surprise for you. They were both laced with mushrooms. Oh, Jesus. And I was just like, what the fuck? Because it's like, what the fuck, dude? Like, I've never done mushrooms before, and now you're having me smoke it. But actually, it just kind of, like, intensifies certain things it doesn't really make you trip i mean from like my experience i didn't really trip no i mean i that's not what i felt it was just the colors were more intense yeah the colors i felt way more high but happy yeah because that was the thing that was and it's funny how you say the colors because i remember because i was looking at the stars Mm -hmm. and i felt like they were changing colors for like a few seconds and right before i closed my eyes and that was when i knew it's like this isn't real it actually is real, because it's the the light fragment. Yeah, no, I mean, I understand that whole thing, but I mean, <laughs> I, I just, 
I didn't see it. I mean, it was it, to see something like that, yeah. you know, in that state. It's almost like you can see things when you go in another realm, you know, with certain like You're more drug. honed in. Well, and that's the interesting thing with drugs, too, is how some people will take certain drugs to almost, like, open up their perception or almost, like, open up, you know, almost like a third eye in some sense. And, I mean, I've heard of certain artists who... Um, would pretty much, you know, use whatever it was, alcohol, you know, or, you know, smoke certain things or do certain substances. And then Pick your and, poison. Yeah, and, and then just create art. And some people were really good at it. And, you know... Some, it kind of gets the mojo going. It does kind of get the mojo going, but the thing is, I feel that's just something that you don't want to do all the time. No. But I think, like, if you're in the confines, you know, of your own place and, you know, you have some clay or if you want to, like, illustrate and you smoke some herb and you just see where something goes and you never really know until you actually get to a point where it's like, huh, this is interesting. Right. I think, like, microdosing would help a lot with, like, the mushroom aspect. Because they're already doing, like, studies to, um, for, it, it, it leaves depression, anxiety, it also helps with Alzheimer's and other things like that. So they want to legalize mushrooms for, like, a medical use, just like marijuana. And I also think that would, like, it does definitely, like, open up the creativity. So I'm not really surprised to hear you say that. <laughs> yeah, no, because, I mean, that, I mean, but that was my only time with you know mushrooms whatsoever i mean i pretty much have just been pot um i mean i've tried i've tried a few things along the way but you know it's always been like a one-time deal and i remember i did coke once how was that experience i hated it <laughs> why i just didn't want to be in the company of anyone else and I just wanted to go back to my place and I tried laying down mm -hmm. and I ended up just counting like all these small like little like rivets that were like in you know like looking up my ceiling that were just and I just kept counting them and counting them because I just didn't want to be around anyone and it's just I don't know it just it, it wasn't a, it wasn't it was experience. not a good experience <laughs> yeah and I did Molly once and I'm like, am I supposed to enjoy this? So it's like, this is a drug that people take and they start hugging one another. And I'm thinking to myself, fuck that. Do I really want this? And so well, I was with my buddy and I didn't want to be rude about it. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, I'll try a little. Then I just kind of turned around, just like, you know, scraped it out, you know, out of my mouth. And it's like, okay, that'll be enough of that. And, um... <laughs> I did not have a good night because people were just coming up to me and they were just hugging me. And it's like... You I don't... weren't in that mental state. No, I was not in that mental state. You, I feel like with any drug that you take, you have to be like... You need to get there. You need to mentally prepare yourself to have a good time. If you're dealing with something like internally or like underneath the covers, like that shit's going to come out or it's going to make you not have a good time. Because of it. Yeah. So it's almost like you need to prepare yourself, you mm -hmm. know, to go into certain things, you know, with um, whatever substance it is. You know, it's almost like it's nice when you can do it with someone 
and they can kind of walk you through it if, if they've done it before, where if you've done it yourself under certain circumstances, then... That reminds me of a story. You, you just... Is this... The look on your face. It's like, is this something that you would want to... Oh, I'm sharing it. Oh, you're sharing This story is hilarious. But it's just like... Yeah, you're right. You should have someone like... Pretty much be like your 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 person to to lead you through the high to to make sure like so you know you're safe because you have that tether to the outside world. Well, you should have that, and that's what you want. I mean, especially if you're going to do something for the first time, if if someone is there to kind of guide you. I mean, it's funny you can even like look at movies like The Trip, mm-hmm. um, you know, the old Corman, you know, like. Um, you know those type of films, and there, or the, there's always always that like that guru, you know, aspect where if you were if you're gonna try that's the word guru, yeah. So if you're gonna try something new, then to kind of go into this territory with whatever substance it is, and uh, continue. I'm so you know. Yeah. No, dude. It was funny. So I was a uh, friends with this guy. His name is uh, starts with a J. So he. Uh, he was always, like, around, like, the drugs, you know? Like, my drug experiences are because of this group of friends. Not all bad, but, like, I had to get out of it for yeah. my own well-being. But, I mean, I'll always cherish these stories. Fucking, so I really, 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 really wanted to try mushrooms. And he's like, okay, Jesse, I'm gonna get you, like, we're gonna get a quarter. Like, we're both gonna do some. I'm gonna do a little less than you just so we're both on the same, like, realm. But, like, you know, like... You have most of it. You're going to have the most fun with this. And I'm like, okay, cool. Thank you. Like, I appreciate that. And so I go to his house and he makes this tea and like, I drink the tea and I am getting fucked up in 15 minutes. That's how quick it fucking hit. And I was loving it. He put on like these fractals and stuff. And so I'm watching these fractals and I've never experienced like that 3D, like you are now inside the TV. You are now in this this thing that you're watching, like, this is you. Everything is one. And I, um, I guess I was watching that TV for, like, two hours. It's two fucking hours. And I look over, and he's sleeping. He was sleeping the whole time. <laughs> he wasn't awake at all. Like, he put on the fractals and went to sleep. That's what actually happened. Yeah. But because of, like, the trippiness, I didn't know it. So I look over, and I see that he's sleeping, and I'm like, oh, no. Should I wake him up? And I'm looking at the TV and it changes to an, a new fractal thing. And it's like this, this planet and it was, uh, it was like a black planet and it had like this gray square, sharp square thing around it. It was like a cage and it was like very like spiky and creepy. And there was this ominous noise coming from it. It was like, mm, for the whole thing. Yeah. And then it just snaps. And you're now at this like very serene pool, like no serene pond, and like you're in this uh, this boat, and everything's calm, and it's like that for a while. It's like these nice uplifting like music in the background, and you, I just felt so good, and I was like, wow, that was just like a that never happened, that never happened. And then I know where you see a slice of like the cage, and it's back to like sereneness, and you're just like, wait, the fuck? 
Am I still in the cage? And then it jumps back to you being in the cage in this planet thing. And like, I was freaking out. So I was like, oh my God, like, this is not my safe space. Yeah. Justin kept saying, this is your safe space. And it was not. So what did I do? I had to get the fuck away. And I like slowly put my shoes on. Like I'm trying not to wake him up. And I keep looking at the TV. Like this thing's going to get me. Like I need to leave. And so I grab my keys all secretly. Like, and like I leave and I go outside and I'm like near my car. And I still hear the from outside and I'm like I need to get away so I jump in and I fucking start driving like I start driving home and I remember like the roads looked so elongated and like the like it was a hill like in front of me even though I'm driving straight there was just like this huge thing in front of me and I was like okay Jesse this is not a video game life is not a video game this is real like you're tripping just remember that don't fucking die and so <laughs> these two cops drive by me and I swear to God and everything that is holy, they were dinosaurs. Oh, Their heads were dinosaurs. I, uh, I, that's what I saw. I know it. They were not human. They were fucking dinosaurs. <laughs> and so I actually ended up making it home. I didn't hit anything. Nothing bad happened. Um, but I called my mom and I was just like, mommy, I did something kind of stupid. So she's like, just go inside, like, don't worry, you're safe, you're okay, just tell Rob what happened, and my stepdad, so I go inside, and I tell him exactly what just happened, and, um, he's like, alright, just go into your room, so I go in my room, and then out of nowhere, he, like, kicks open the door, and he gets right up in my face, he's like, like, doing all these hand things, (laughs) and it was just hilarious, I'm just like, you really have to fuck with me, like, you know I'm sad, yeah, (laughs) It was funny though. It was it was heartwarming afterwards, you know. It was just like, yep, I'm here. I mean, that's funny, just considering the fact <laughs> that he's like, you know what? I'm just gonna fuck with it. <laughs> yeah, he's known me since I was eight, so it makes sense. Uh, I love it. That's funny. I love mushrooms. Speaking of mushrooms, have you seen Shrooms? I love that movie. Absolutely love that movie. Okay, now, are you familiar with the Evil Bong series? Yes. I haven't seen all of them, but I have seen, I think, like, the first three or four. Okay. Now, what do you consider horror stoner movies? Like, uh, have you seen many? I mean, are you... I know you know horror, but, you know, are you familiar with, like, stoner horror movies? Not or, too or, or like, much. Or, like, what horror movies would you consider the perfect stoner films? Ooh, I would have to say, like, movies like Drag Me to Hell. Okay. Because it's, like, horror, but it's funny. Like, the goat is dancing on the fucking table. Yeah. Everything that happens to the bitch... It's hilarious in such a fucked up way. Yeah. So, like, that's, that's like, my stoner humor. I haven't really seen a lot of, like, the stoner movies, though. Like, that are just based on marijuana. Well, it's funny. So, Evil Bong was, like, one of my first introductions to it. Yeah. Because I think, like, one of my favorite movies to smoke to that I discovered mm-hmm. was actually Evil Dead 2. Love Evil Dead 2. I love Evil Dead 2. It's hilarious. And even just see it, like, you know, Stone, I think this is so much fun. Um, you know, I mean... Even Troll. Troll? <laughs> like, Troll in the Hood? Come on. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely a little trippy. <laughs> um, 
you know, even like, you know, other Full Moon films, you know, other than, you know, the Evil Bong series. I think, uh, you know, sometimes the Puppet Master films, you know, or the Killer Toy films can be in, enjoyed while you're baked. Oh, most definitely. Something that makes you think, like, what's that? The Deadly Spawn? What is that about? Because that, those look like penises with mouths. The, the, <laughs> the Deadly Spawn actually is from 1982. Uh, and it was... The creature was made by a gentleman by the name of um, John Dodds, who went on to become a famous prosthetic um, prosthetic makeup effects artist who did a lot of Broadway shows. He did like the Beast, um, um, but you know he had a real interesting career. You know, he did the TV show Monsters. Uh, that was back in the 90s. Okay. But yeah, um, and it's about these aliens that kind of come to Earth, and they just start out these small little creatures, and they just start eating people. And the more they eat, the more they grow. And it, it, it eventually becomes where these those three heads are actually on one body. And that's kind of like the, the mama creature. She's like oh. the giant one. And there are these other babies, but they keep growing, and it's it's really funny, but it's uh, a real like you know DIY you know make your own movie. But it's so cool that what these people were able to do with like no budget, but have it made you know and in the theaters you know, and the poster is so fucking cool. It's actually uh, made by um, I believe the gentleman's name is uh, Frank Hildebrand. Mm -hmm. um, and he was the artist that did, uh, like, the Star Wars movie posters. Oh, shit. The last name is Hildebrand. I know it's that. I just can't remember if Frank is the first name or not. Well, the picture definitely makes me want to see the movie. <laughs> well, and that's the thing about those types of movies where if, you know, a lot of these movies that were kind of made, you know, DIY, you know, were kind of low budget to really kind of sell your movie, you need to have a kick-ass piece of art. Yeah. And if it wasn't the theatrical poster in the day of video, then that poster is going to kick ass because, you know, stoned or not, you know, you look at something and it's like, I want to see that. Mm -hmm. Or even if you are stoned, it's like, I want to see this and this and this. And I feel like sometimes when you're high and you're watching a movie, it's like a completely new movie. It's well, something different because it you're stoned as fuck. Well, and, and that's true to a certain extent because, you know, you are almost looking at it from a different perception. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you're inebriated in a different way. Even if you are something drunk, you know. It can yeah, it's a mind-altering substance. Yeah, but, you know, watch something. I mean, the thing that I like about marijuana is having that your sense of euphoria. Mm -hmm. So I like to be able to enjoy something, and I feel like if I'm enjoying something, I can see things you know, more differently from different perspectives. Yeah. And that's what I like about, you know, watching something or like listening to a podcast, you know, or even just creating. Very true. That is like my main thing. Actually, if um, I'm starting a project, I usually have like a drink just to get like liberated and then I'll just smoke my way through. I just hate getting to the part where you hate your like your project. <laughs> You just take a look at it and you're like, this sucks! I get that way 
even when I'm in the bulking out. Form, Where it looks awesome, form. but you still hate it. <laughs> yeah, and, and then, but you know, you keep banging it around, banging, and, and you know, sometimes like with the sculptures, I, I need to focus on the overall face where I might favor one side. And it's like, I love how this side looks. And, you know, you realize you're working on it a little more. And it's like, shit, I need to balance the other side. Mm -hmm. And you try and balance it out a little more. And it gets closer. It gets it gets closer. It's like, is it perfect? It's like, I don't know. <laughs> and it's like, you take the mirror. And then, you know, you kind of look at uh, different perspectives, you know, from the mirror to see like, does it look balanced? Mm -hmm. and, and that's, I think, one of the dangers of, smoking while um, sculpting because sometimes I think you can kind of focus in one area a little too much yeah it really depends I think on the person but if you're like a really just trying to like bulk out forms where you just have like a, a wet clay or even like if you have monster clay kind of melted down and you're just laying some, you know the forms on there you just kind of like want to get over everything because, mm -hmm. you know, the last thing you want to do is just focus on one area. And then it's like, dude, what the hell are you doing to yourself? Yeah, I had to learn that. Because, like, I definitely focus on one area more than others sometimes. So, like, I've uh, learned to do, like, if I'm listening to music, then it's, like, one or two songs. I need to move to the next thing. <laughs> if it's, like, more than that, then fuck. I need to step back and reevaluate what I just did. So you'll kind of measure stuff by the duration of, like, listening. I've learned to do that, yeah. Because otherwise I'll just get stuck and, like, I'll just do too much in a spot and then have to take out or add more to even it out. It's, you know, that's actually really cool that you're able to do that is is how I think it's difficult because, you know, when you smoke sometimes it can be difficult to manage things. But, you know, if you set things, you know, like you're saying music mm -hmm. then you're creating a pattern for yourself exactly and i think that's what's important when you know you, you need to get anything done is you really need to create you know a pattern i kind of blame my mom for that actually because um when we'd be like driving home we'd be annoying be like are we there yet how long is it until we go home we're gonna go home she'd be like it's five more songs and then five more songs to happen and we'd be home so it's like she, she's the reason I think I, I go to that, in all, all honesty. I, that's really cool because I've, I've never heard someone explain something like that before. <laughs> Try it out. It kind of works. Yeah. Well, I kind of, as of recently, um, I'll actually listen to certain songs on the way home. Mm -hmm. And I realize like where I'm at, you know, and the song ends, of course, because you kind of have the duration of the song and you have the traffic patterns that you're with. Yeah. And... I think it's always nice when I can say to myself, okay, I made it home in like five songs. Mm -hmm. And when it gets to like 12, 15, 20 songs, it doesn't bother me because I enjoy the music. Exactly. Like driving up here is what, like 58 minutes to an hour. So yeah, it didn't even feel that way because of like your, your mind's just preoccupied kind of yeah it's like you're singing in your head you know to the music you know you oh i'm singing out loud everyone's hearing me if your window's down i'm screaming at you <laughs> for with me i think it really depends on the actual song depends on the mood i'm in too i just like being obnoxious i'm very dramatic too so 
she's obnoxious, she's dramatic. Yeah, especially if I think I'm never going to see you again in my life. That's that's rare form, Jesse. It's pretty fun, though. <laughs> it's like I'm out, I'm out the door. Like, I go to Maine, and I'm like, oh, hey, guys. Just, I don't know. I'm just fucking, I don't even care. It's like I'm on stage 24-7. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, buddy. Well, I think what we're going to be doing here is actually starting to wrap this up. Hmm. But it was so fun. This actually was a lot of fun. <laughs> and, um, you know, so here we are. This is the pilot episode for Bud and Blood. And we will be continuing this. We are setting things in motion. We have title cards coming up. We're, we got we're, an intro being in the works. Yeah, and we also have um, some makeup effects stuff, you know, that we will actually be showcasing mm -hmm. further down the road, you know, on video. So we can kind of have some fun little vignettes with, uh, you know, Bud and Blood. Yeah, and also, if uh, you can find our socials, then please, like, give us a recommendation of what you want to see and what you want to hear out of us. Yeah, and Jesse, where can you be found at? I can on... be found on Facebook at Jesse Waglin Hall, which I'm probably going to have to change my name because it's hard to spell. And uh, also on Instagram, but that's SPFX underscore Jesse. All right. And this is Billy Green, a.k.a. Billy Coin here. And I can be found at Facebook with Billy period Coin, C-O-Y-N-E. You can actually find me on Instagram as Mad Doctor C, all lowercase, all one word, M-A-D-D-R-C. Catch you next time. Catch you on the flippity. The flippity. Flippity flop, yo. Flippity flop.